Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. This is Tim Rencher, the history guy for CJ Online. Welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, my guest this week is Randy Luby. He is Park Services Director for Shawnee County Parks Plus Recreation. Welcome, Randy. Good afternoon, Tim. Well, it's coming up in the spring, and people like to get out to parks and lakes and that type of thing. So it seemed really appropriate this time to have a little discussion about the history of Lake Shawnee, a place that's near and dear to my heart. Um, Randy, the, about when did Lake Shawnee start, you know? Uh, yeah, uh, 1935. uh it was a WPA project, uh, Work uh, Project Administration. Um, if you recall, um, after the Great Depression, this was used to uh, develop parks, and they used unemployed labor to come in and gave a lot of them jobs. So basically, it was a WPA project in 1935. It took uh, roughly uh, three years to fill, and it was open for fishing in 1939. Nice. And um, it apparently was really popular right away. Yes, um, it was. Um, if you recall, we still have Reynolds Lodge in 1940. That was the first um, shelter that we had, and it still goes today. It's still one of the most popular shelters we have. So what happened in the years that followed? Uh, well, the most uh, the most important year, I believe, was in 1961 when they hired uh, Ted Inslee as our first uh, superintendent. Uh, he actually had a house that he lived on the lake. Uh, didn't uh, his salary wasn't very much? I look at it today and go, wow. Um, but he got the whole thing started, and um, we had different. Uh, Different events and different uh, buildings came up. In 1966, the uh, Lake Shawnee Campground was constructed. Uh, we had our first rowing competition, which turned into a national event, was in 1968. Uh, the, Na- the Topeka Rowing Association was developed in 1971. And for the golfers out there, Lake Shawnee Golf Course was built in 1972. Uh, interesting note on that. Um, in 1977, the um, the actual golf course uh, building, or excuse me, 1985, the uh, clubhouse was built. And um, before that, all we had was a uh, mobile home. If you recall, after the 66 tornado, Washburn brought in all these mobile homes, yeah. and then they had to get rid of them. I remember them. And Parks and Recreation took advantage of a lot of them, and that was the actual first clubhouse we had. Then under the direction of uh, Ted Inslee, uh, they developed the, um, the pro shop, which is standing today. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 1979, uh, Lake Shawnee became the first lake in Kansas to offer seasonal trout. Yes, uh, another kudos to uh, Mr. Inslee. Uh, that was programs goes on to today. Um, we used to go out and tag the trout and had a tagging program that if you caught certain fish, uh, you might win a gift certificate from a local merchant. We did that all the way up to probably the last oh, 10 years or so. And um, 
but honestly the program is so popular we really didn't even need to do that it was just kind of an added feature to uh, get people interested in uh, going out and fishing for trout Um, 1981 was our first uh, 10 man triathlon and um, it was one of the longest lasting 10 mans um, in the midwest it went all the way through to 2019 Um, we were hoping we went out for bid for somebody to come in and run it um, last year but with COVID it didn't happen and we still have not received a bid back to run it for this year so what I like about the Tin Man, it's fashioned after the Iron Man, the big uh, triathlon in Hawaii. Of course, it's not as far. So as kind of a Wizard of Oz, Kansas type of joke, we went with Tin Man instead of Iron Man. Yes, it was it was great. I sat on the board of the Tin Man Triathlon for uh, many years, and I still – it was uh, – basically a quarter mile swim with 19 and a half mile bike and a seven mile run and uh as you said it wasn't quite what iron man was but uh it was like i said one of the most popular events up till uh the last year we ran it we had three participants that participated in every one of the 10 man wow that was quite pretty cool and it also brought in some new people who had not been coming to lake shawnee before the runners and the bikers and it kind the cyclers and it kind of got people from more of a regional area thinking about the very very true very true uh yeah we had them coming from um you know the omaha area um basically a good wichita area about a three mile or three hour radius around topeka and yeah it became a very good event and actually one of the ladies um that participated in all of them uh she came from texas the last 15 years she had moved to texas and always came back for this event Mm mm-hmm so as the years moved by, what are some of the other things that happened? One of them that um, probably most people find very good was the in 1997 we started our the Lake Shawnee Trail. Um, we did a small portion in house, and then about 2002 we went out um, for a master plan to do the rest of it, and it was completed in 2008, and that was under John Knight's direction. Um, John did a fabulous job in in getting a, a lot of the area around Lake Shawnee up to speed. Um, in 2010, we finished the um, Bettis Family Complex, uh, which still is one of the elite uh, baseball complexes in the state. Uh, we're actually have a tournament there this weekend again um it's turf uh people just love it um and we are going to be turfing the girls side this year so nice great so that's baseball and soccer and do they have softball at Bettis also? Uh, we played softball. The girls, um, we've been able to um, play the girls on the smaller diamonds for the boys. That's what uh, our goal was. And, and we'll be able to do the same on the girls' side and bring in portable mounds for the younger age boys. And we'll have a bigger complex to host national tournaments that way. Um, as you mentioned with uh, Topeka Tim and getting more people to come out, when I was hired as a Lake Super supervisor probably early 90s and one of the our goals was to hold more special events to get people to come out and um, in 1997 we had the spirit of kansas was the first uh, spirit of kansas go forth was held around by washburn and it moved out to lake shawnee in 97 and is still there Uh, the following year we had the um um 
Great Plains uh, balloon rally, the Huff and Puff, uh, and it lasted all the way up to, I think it was 2019. And the only reason it moved from Lake Shawnee it was that it got so big. Um, you needed more space. Yeah, we ran out of space, um, which is a good problem. It meant we were doing a good job with the event. Uh, we had the Great Topeka Duck Race came in in 98, as well as the uh, Winter Wonderland Celebration of Lights, which is a benefit for TARC. Um, it still goes today, and it gets better every year and uh some improvements are being made in the swimming area in uh, recent years yes um actually the initial bathhouse at the beach was built in 1975 we completely renovated it in the early 2000s and um, in the last two or three years we've turned it into a venture cove we've moved our paddle boat operations over to that area and we have a floatable playground that will be um, having a ribbon cutting ceremony in may for it so uh, we have a lot of uh, good things going on as we continue to improve lake shawnee and uh, Expedia, the uh, travel website, mentioned that in 2017. What did they say? They just said it was one of the uh, the best destination site in Kansas, which I, I'm very proud of to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, anything else that you want to tell folks about Lake Shawnee? Um, we did uh, have a major project. The Lake Shawnee Junior Pond was completely renovated in 2018. And again, we're continuing to working with different groups, the uh, Ski Club and the Rowan Association, and uh, as well as uh, the Yacht Club Association of ways to improve Lake Shawnee. And we look forward to the future. And Lake Shawnee Junior was named after a couple main benefactors. In that yes, um, Dick Hanger, a past uh, commissioner and longtime supporter of Parks and Recreation. And um, also the Ted Inslee Gardens. I should never forget about the Ted Inslee Gardens. Uh, it actually started out as botanical gardens in the early 1990s. And with all the stuff that uh, Commissioner uh, Ted Inslee, our first director, he went on to be Secretary of Wildlife and Parks under Governor Finney, as well as County Commissioner for, I believe, 16 years. And um, I, uh, I think He's a mentor and somebody that I respect totally is Ted. He hired me back in 1985, and I owe him so much. <laughs> nice. Well, one of the things Expedia mentioned, a lot of lakes, there's just stuff to do on the water. At Lake Shawnee, there's stuff to do everywhere. Yes. It, it, fun little story. I have an uncle that from San Diego, and he came down, and he sit, played golf out at Lake Shawnee and he said I don't know where else you can go on one hole we were teeing off with the golf we saw skiers over here and somebody fishing for trout he goes what what a a cool lake you have and you know that was from somebody from San Diego California so took great pride in that okay well everyone I appreciate you listening to this week's podcast for the history guy Tim Rencher the Topeka Capital Journal two weeks from now we'll be back learning about the ghost bikes in Shawnee County. Thanks for listening.